Welcome everyone to the Nethercast podcast. If you're new to the channel or listening for the very first time, in addition to Mortal Kombat YouTube videos, we also do a long-form podcast talking more in-depth on Mortal Kombat. This is currently our ninth year doing this. I say we because in addition to me, Cyborg, you also get Temp, who is our gameplay expert, Razor, who practically wrote the Bible on Mortal Kombat's lore. You'd be hard-pressed to find someone more knowledgeable on MK's lore than him, as well as Shad, who joins Razor in his love for the lore and adds some extra entertainment to boot. On today's episode, we're answering questions from our listeners here on YouTube, in our Discord, which you can find in the description. We'd love to have you join our awesome community going five years strong with daily conversations of all things Mortal Kombat, as well as from Twitter. So without further ado, non-creative username asks, do you guys think MK needs another reboot that's actually good? And what are your thoughts on, well, we, we've all probably talked about the, the reboot thing, right? Because he does have yeah. a second question. We can jump to his other question. What are your I thoughts? Think, yeah, we talked about the reboot last time, and I think most of us are in accordance that, yes, yes, it does. Um, what are your thoughts on fan-slash-unofficial characters, Hydro, Aqua, Chrome, etc.? And finally, what do you do to make... I don't know, just forget that part. But yeah, what do, you, what do we think about the unofficial characters or slash-fan characters? Or I guess, I mean, in terms of, like, Hydro, like... Those, that's a character that just never made it to the main series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hydro, Hydro's effectively official at this point. There's a there's a tower interactable for Hydro in eleven. Right? Yeah, he's uh, <clears throat> he's in there. I've always liked Hydro. Hydro is a lot of people nowadays might believe that Hydro is like the water robot or whatever that comes from that uh, legacy series. But the whole concept of this water ninja named Hydro predates Rain by a couple of years. He first showed up in the original Malibu comics as a carbon copy of Sub who got killed by Scorpion because they needed, you know, spare characters to make to have the main characters kill. But I've always liked that idea of a character. It's just it's hard to it's hard to have another water guy when you've got this water guy, you know? Well I think the fact that he is a Lin Kuei and the like it does make like sense that he would be a cyber ninja and i always i always liked the idea that he was like like sector and cyrax and mk3 are referred to as the first prototypes but they're really just the first working prototypes it would require a lot of beta testing to turn a person into a robot like generations and generations of failures before you get to sector and cyrax and i like the idea like, in my head, Hydro's probably, like, a Lin Kuei member who was close to retirement. Like, maybe he's getting to be old and obsolete. And, you know, in the Lin Kuei, you don't retire, you die. <laughs> Nothing gets thrown away. Nobody is allowed to leave. So, the Grandmaster was probably looking at Hydro like, So you're 64, huh? You know, I got a project back here we could really use your uh, your experience on. <laughs> it's your birthday. Come right this way. We've had a we prepared a party for you. Just lie down on the table. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you end up with a uh, a very effective training dummy at the end. <laughs> I mean, if anyone out there has played the Mugen Games version of like Hydro from the Mortal Kombat Project series. Or it's this like joke character that explodes everywhere and falls down constantly and like yeah, damages he has, himself. He has a lot of moves where he deliberately lies on the ground and does wake up attacks. Yeah, I've seen it's, that. It's, it's fun. It's on. It's hilarious. It's one of the most inspired MK fan creations I've seen. Like the best take on Hydro by far, I think. Yeah, but uh, but some of those other ones like uh, Aqua. I don't know how many people out there are aware of this. Aqua was created by Mick Lucifer, the admin of Mortal Kombat Online. Uh, that was a very deliberate attempt to recreate the old uh, April Fool's gags of the magazines, but to do it on a website. And I think I think some people got convinced because of the backstory of this thing being that it was a... Uh, it was from Trilogy, supposedly. I think people started to believe that it really was from 1997, and it's not. It's from, like, 2004. Hmm. <laughs> so, when, when a character is that obvious and deliberate of a joke, like, the guy has a fucking duck bill for a face. Yeah. Um, 
you know, that's like Zebron tier. That's I don't know if that needs to be in a real video game. <laughs> that's just a little bit too Ren and Stimpy for me. Like yeah. there's there I, I think there is plenty of place for joke characters. Like I'm I'm a huge proponent of meat. Suck it haters. But like Aqua's just a little bit like too obviously wacky, too crazy. He's not the first though. If you guys know who John the MK janitor is, I'll give you a cookie. And that's an old one. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know that we need like Pedro, the striker with a mustache. Oh, I don't know god. that he needs to be real. Um, oh god. And the thing the thing that's always bothered me about Chrome is that um Smoke is already silver. We have that guy. There's no room for a gray, silver, or white ninja left. Listen, you just want the T-1000. That's all it is. Uh, yeah, and you the, want the, the T-1000 about... to put on a Mortal Kombat ninja outfit and be a character. That moveset move is also already a thing, and its name is Scarlet. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. So there you go. Like anything, are... anything Chrome could do, we already have somewhere. So we... I just I don't know that there's room for it. We have enough ninjas. My God, please stop. Let it die, please. I don't really have anything to add except that I do think it'd be funny if the the Grandmaster of the Lin Kuei was like, "So Hydra, if you could show up on Saturday, that would be really great." And then. The rest is history. But... <laughs> Just uh, the yeah. Grandmaster is Lumberg from Office Space. Yep. Yeah. Okay. If you could just go <laughs> on come back to the lab, that would be great. How old are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just going to be silent as the night and deadly as the dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Hydra, this didn't really work out this time. If you can come back Wednesday, we can do the second half of the process. Okay. Hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take that stapler while I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want Hydra. This that's is his, tight. That's his uh, cyborg thing. Instead of the blade or the missiles or the bombs or the net, it's a stapler. It's a chest stapler. It hasn't been done yet. Let's do it. That's true. That's true. There's nobody with a staple gun. Um, kind of. Piggybacking off of this, literally, Urethra says, I'd like to piggyback off of a part of this. If you had to make a non-canonical character playable, who would it be, why, and how would you design their gameplay if it were up to you? So if we're going to do something like that, we're probably going to make it brief. But if there is a non-canonical character, who, who, who would it be? Um, I mean, I've, I've mentioned before that I think Nimbus Terrafo should be a thing. Uh, obviously, you know, kickboxer, so that kind of designs its own moves. Uh, you know, I also like Hydro. I would have liked to see Belloc in MK4 because for a game about the Nether Realm, there aren't any demons in the whole game. There's no one on the roster yeah. who's like an actual like big horned monster. So if if Belloc were canon, I'd I'd appreciate that. Um, Hornbuckle. I mean, he's technically not a fan creation. Obviously, yeah, he's see, in a game. Like, I want that to be like if 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 that counts as non-canon, like the horn buckle character. Although the person is in the game as like one of Onaga's priests, that's my yeah. answer right away. You know, I want that dude. I want the guy that captures Blaze. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't have a lot of um like fan creations sort of as an idea. But characters who have been, like, in the background made playable. Like, if if you were ever to remake Armageddon, I want Wu Lei on the roster. That kind of thing. Temp, any uh, crazy non-canical characters you want to see? I mean, it's always a tough one for me, because I really... I want to minimize as many new characters as possible. Right. Because uh, there's a whole army of people saying, when's Tremor going to show up in MK12? And I'm like, this is how it always fucking happens, right? Because yeah. <laughs> once Chrome shows up, then every game is going to be when's Chrome, right? <laughs> so I don't like this road at all. So if yeah. I had to pick anyone, I would go... I, I don't care if it counts or not. It's my answer. It's Hornbuckle. And he's just that. He's a priest of Onaga. His match intro is Kentaro sets him on fire and he starts screaming. And his gimmick is he's a very powerful character, but his life bar just keeps depleting. 
So even though you're super <laughs> powerful, you die if you don't kill the character fast enough, right? You don't kill your opponent fast enough. But your opponent takes damage when they attack you because he's on fire. So yeah, that's my answer. Be interesting, <laughs> yeah. Amp is really living on planet smoke tonight. I like it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a there's a little bit of GI Joe humor in there as well. But I, I just think having a character who's on fire. Oh, who has on a... <laughs> exactly. Yes, you know, he's a computer. Stop all the downloads. Uh, yeah, I, I just um. I, I know think... these these Onaga monks. They think they're all right. They think everything's okay. They go to bed, wake up the next morning, they're on fire. <laughs> Hey, what the fuck are you combatants doing in my fucking realm? And don't look at me when I'm fucking talking to you. Yeah, that's the thing about that's the thing about Hornbuckle. He's on fire. Don't give him the stick. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, just uh, make him fun. What if he wants we, a body we... massage? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know if he's a, a mystery guy who's on fire, no one's gonna ask for him back. So just make him fun. Just make him a lot of fun. You know, don't buff him if he's low tier. He's fine. Just have fun with them, right? You're not going to be able to get rid of Chrome. You're not going to be able to get rid of Aqua, I promise you. I think that, like, a lot of us would probably really love to see the Hornbuckle character given his own actual identity. And, like, as a as an, as an Onaga priest, like, you know, I think I'd probably have the character do a lot of, like, magic spells. A little bit of hints of Kung Fu here and there to tip the hat to the Liu Kang palette swap thing. But I think it's actually time that we actually had someone that maybe used something like the original concept for Quan Chi's MKDA living weapon, where it's like this kind of crazy organic thing. Something nasty and scaly. Like, we need like a religious zealot, someone who's ready to die for Onaga. Someone yeah, maybe I, think, I think he's an opportunity, because people always say, I'd like to see a Shadow Priest be a playable character. I think those kind of moves could be an Ona uh, like an Onaga Priest thing, like a horn yeah. metal thing. Shadow Priests have this appeal because they're decor. It wouldn't be very much fun to fight with them. And we already have Shang Tsung, who's their leader anyways. Yeah, you could just uh, give Shang an alt skin where he has a purple robe on. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the next one, which we're not actually going to answer, but I do want to give a shout out because, uh, just because. Um, Darko Bagic. <laughs> Some of his names are great. Uh, can't wait for the episode. My question, if you could invent a new fighter for Mortal Kombat 12, what would be his or her name, design, lore, special moves, fatality, and so on? I know it isn't a short answer, but I would love to hear your ideas. Maybe this question could be a topic for a whole Nethercast episode. Best MK podcast out there. Greetings from Germany. Well, thanks for listening from Germany, and that is a good idea for an episode. Yeah, that's I think I would probably need something right? to think yeah, about. Yeah, that's a that's a big elaborate one. And uh and I've said before uh that we could I have some ideas for a future patron cast. Uh, those are all like I think a story first and then I think if a new character needs to fill a space like like I want to tell a thing after Armageddon and I want to have more members of the Lin Kuei clan who uh the sub-zero version of the clan. Like, he, you know, kept taking students after Frost because, like, Frost didn't go so well. And he's like, well, I, I can't let that be the one that I'm judged as a teacher by. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Sorry. No, I was just saying, like, uh, uh, eventually I will uh, outline some of those characters in a patron cast episode. But I don't really have anything that stands alone and could be like inserted into every game. Like my my ideas my idea is very much that you shouldn't make a new character unless the story requires it. Yeah, I mean that makes sense to me to Tem's point. We got too many damn new characters. So yeah. for MK12, it's... I think we could we could take a game to just focus on the ones that haven't been focused on in forever. Or at all. I I mean, I think there's some space out there, some empty spaces, some fringes that are left unexplored, you know. I would assume that like Earth Realm, most other realms have their own gods, and I'd like to delve in I've always wanted to delve into that a little bit. Like, what would a god of Chaos Realm or Order Realm or other outworld gods that weren't Shao Kahn, if they're still even, still even around, be like? I think that there's room to maneuver there. So I'd start in like an archetype and kind of work backwards. But it's a huge question for sure. Okay, um, so we're going to move on to Hunter Zolomon. How many DLCs can we expect this time in MK12? Around 13 or 14, maybe? 15, 16? And how many going to be guests till 
next time, nether friends. Um, so I recently did like a calculation of what each one of them had. So MK uh, MK nine had four, right? And even MK versus DC was supposed to have two. MK nine had four. Injustice had six, and then MKX had eight, and then MK or I mean then Injustice two had nine. I want to say. And then MK11 had 12. So they have every single game up the amount of DLC characters we've gotten. That has been the one consistent like increase every single time. And Ed Boon's already gone on record to say that they're going to support the next one longer than the previous one, which I would have to imagine they planned on supporting MK11 longer than they ended up doing. Yeah, that's the thing. He says that every game, and every game WB makes him cut it shorter than expected. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how much had the pandemic and stuff, or who knows what, or the the switch to MK12 from Injustice 3 that we all presume was probably happening. But there could have been other factors at play, but I think they they technically did just by like an inch uh, support it longer. So yeah, it wasn't by a whole lot longer than the previous game. Um, That being said, though, the topic of the question, so... I definitely think we're going to get more DLC this time, just like we have every other single time. Like, so that's the one constant. So if we got 12 in MK11, I'd say, and they like to keep like even numbers for the packs. So I could see as high as 16, maybe get one more pack of four in there. I don't think that's completely unreasonable. 14, maybe at the minimum. It's possible. Yeah. 14 minimum, maybe they do like a half pack or something to finish things off, but I, I could gonna, see 16. I was going to say, they, they always seem to do like a pack of four. I think there were packs of three for MK11. Yeah. But yeah, I, I yeah. could see them doing like four packs of four. That would give you 16. That seems possible to me. Yeah. As far as how many gu- how many guests there are going to be, I mean, it's usually around half every time. So whatever half of what they do is probably going to be guests. That's that's about it. Anybody else have anything to say on that? Too many. The amount of characters <laughs> that will be guests is too many. Thank you. Yeah, pretty much where I'm at. I'm expecting somewhere between 10 to 12 DLC characters once the uh, MK12 run is completed within like two to three years. Um, so you think it's going to be still the same as MK11, if not a little bit less? Uh, maybe. Um, I don't know. It depends how well received the game is as well. Uh, it, it, I, I think they put a lot of stock into aftermath aftermath was probably super expensive right so um i think uh, it just depends like street fighter 6 is doing a cheap like we call we call it conquest mode which essentially is what it is but that had to be cheaper than doing a full-blown two-hour story mode right so i think it just depends on where the money goes in this game uh i mean it's hard to say like what will happen but i don't I my gut tells me we're not getting 16 DLC characters. Um, I, I think that would benefit everyone, but I just don't see it happening. Okay. Um, so next up we got Reptile 1112. If NRS somehow was able to make another mythologies type game, what character or story would you like to see explored other than Scorpion? Well, Razor, do we want to like say the obvious name in three? It's Katana. It's always Katana. Didn't, want, <laughs> d- just... didn't even want to do the countdown. See, there you go. There you go. Fuck it. <laughs> it's always. This is a question that comes up pretty often, and it's like it's it's unanimous. Like there is this ten thousand year history to this character that we've always wanted to see explored. We want to like see like how she was first born when Sindel first died and. We want to see her grow up to like meet Jade and learn to become an assassin and slowly unravel the truth about Shao Kahn and hey look it's your long lost sister that you never knew you had. Her name is Melina. There's there's so much to fill in there. You could like see how she interacts with all of the denizens of like Shao Kahn's castle. All these people. Name a character. Like honestly I've always thought there should be this huge story game for Katana. Yeah, just, just make yeah. just make Hitman, but set it in medieval villages with a purple sky. And then, yeah. like, three quarters of the way through, you start turning good, because you find out some shit you were lied to about. Bam. Alright. Temp, did you have any different answer? Any particular character you wanted to see? I would love to see a Tekken game. 
just that kind of explores what happened behind the scenes of Sector just assembling a fucking army and just invading Japan. I think there could be some really interesting stuff there. And the good part about it is it's not really that tangled with other characters, so you have a lot of freedom. Because as long as the end result is Sector completes the formation of the Tekkenin, you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, I always thought Sector was boss material. I know that's kind of controversial, but I, I honestly think there are smart ways you could elevate that character. I mean, you could say, like, you know, Cyrax is still, like, in the early stages of joining the Special Forces, and he makes, and him and Sonya maybe make some, like, mild attempts to mitigate Sector's expansion. But, uh, yeah, I think that could be really cool. I think having a game based around uh, Lee May entering the Deadly Alliance's fake tournament could be really interesting, too. Um, and it would still be like a fighting game, single player experience, almost like a Red Earth could be kind of interesting. But that's really about it. I think as far as the story goes, the Tekken and I think never got enough light on it. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know I, if I have a different answer. Katana one sounded pretty good. I think, like you said, there's a lot of possibilities there. Um, Yuffie drops or Yuffie drops. If you could have a remake of a MK game, what would it be? They say mine would either be Deadly Alliance or UMK3, is what they mentioned. So, remake of an MK game, what would it be? I think... I mean, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think, like, Deception or MK9 are probably going to be popular answers. For me, like, in terms of just, like, if I'm taking the game as is... I'll take MK9. If we're taking a remake of D Deception, but making it in 2D, like a modern game would be, then I'd probably take Deception. Yeah, here's the, if we're talking remaster, just don't change anything, but up-res it and give it like modern net code and put it back out there for people to play online and stuff. Nine, definitely nine. Yeah. But if we're if we're talking remake in the sense of like the Resident Evil remakes, I want to do the entire old timeline, every game, <laughs> and the one that needs it the most is 4. All right. So that's probably my answer, yeah. Tricky. Again, 9's the obvious remaster candidate. But in terms of a remake, I think to myself, what's got the more missing pieces that I would like to see adjusted? And four is a good candidate, but I also kind of look at Armageddon, you know? I just feel like there is just so much there that could be told more effectively. Like, bits and, you, you get little bits and pieces for people, but not the whole picture. And that's mm. always a, seemed, like a, seemed like a huge shame to me. And it would be nice if everyone had actual sensical endings after they beat Blaze, you know? <laughs> and, actual fate, and, and their own actual fatalities, you know? Armageddon was like this game that just left me feeling incomplete on so many levels. I can kind of piece together what's going on with 4, although the details are sketchy because the some of the wording in the bios is kind of off-kilter and, you know. But I think that Armageddon has so many things that kind of just didn't click right or were almost there but not quite that I'd love to see it given a second shot. So my answer is actually Armageddon, yes. Temp? I could say not. The thing is, it's blurry because my answer would be Razors where Remaster MK9, but if it's a remake, it's Deception. The problem is, it doesn't sound like Remastering MK, MK9 is possible on a technical level because they straight up said, we can't fix the input bug. Just the way the game is programmed, it is, it's not fixable. So I think if you wanted MK9 to be like playable, like reasonably competitive without major problems like giving first player a, a significant frame advantage um you'd have to remake the game i don't know if it can be remastered but i think if we're talking about just like a graphic update and just reassembling the assets of the game you know you fix the core problems then i guess it'd be mk9 but i would say otherwise deception because i i think the gameplay could be fully reimagined i think the real problem with that game is mobility I think if you make mobility better, those 3D games could be really, really fun. Uh, I don't feel that way about Deadly Alliance, because I think Deadly Alliance actually found a nice balance. What's up? Deception was would be my second pick after 4, but the main reason I'd want to remake Deception is to change Shao Kahn and Goro's bios. 
Yeah, I would also uh, <laughs> like to see I Newman smoke. Believe stuff. and always have. Like, obviously, creating a new timeline, rebooting it all, is, in my opinion, the worst thing MK ever did to its story. But before that, the worst thing MK ever did to its story was what it did to Goro in Deception. That's I, I feel top of the line for character assassination. Yeah. I mean, we could do that. I my my main like mo is to separate noob and smoke and then make noob smoke an option so i take the melty blood approach and melty blood you can play as hisui you can play as kohaku or you can play them both together as a unit but i definitely want to unbind those characters that would be a big one for me um and just kind of visually update some of the things in the game i think a lot of things in deception could look visually very good in modern graphics um mortal kombat 9 I mean, I, I would love for Smoke's hair to look better, but that's really <laughs> about it. For the most part, I'm okay. I mean, the faces are all not great, and all the female bodies look fucked up. But I think in terms of, like, what they were going for, it's fine. I think Deception needs a little bit more work, though. All righty. Uh, moving on to Great Kung Lao. Should alternate... Should alternative uh, costumes be only the stuff characters had in previous games and, and adaptations, or you like some brand new or thematic stuff like Halloween skins? So basically canon outfits or mix in some fun outfits. I uh, Go ahead. I would like all retro skins. I, I've, I'm not a big fan of the Halloween costume stuff. I've said that before. Yeah, for me, I like a mix. I mean, I like some retro skins, but I also like some of the fun skins, like the like the Day of the Dead katana that I don't think we ever got on console, but it was in mobile, and that's disappointing because I thought that was a really badass-looking skin. So I like some of the fun, like, themey skins. Um, yeah, so I think just a, a fun mix. I, I do think they should absolutely make it, like, uh make it a goal to include like their most popular outfits of all time i mean when you don't have like deception sub in there it's kind of crazy to me but yeah i i think a mix of both would be nice i'm uh i'm not big on the uh kitschy holiday skins or like the party skins whatever you call them uh they're fine for other people but when i see noob cybot wearing a kitty outfit i just kind of want to end my own life uh I do wish there were more retros that were out there. We typically revisit the same ones, like, you know, the MK1 or 2 Ninja outfits, yeah. and, you know, Kano's MK1, Sonya's MK3 every now and then. There's other stuff out there I like to see them actually revisit every now and then, but I'm also not opposed to them giving them new skins every game. I don't, I, I don't object to that. You, you, you do get good stuff here and there. It's pretty cool. But I do wish that they'd, you know, go back and make the effort to maybe revisit, oh... I don't know, like Cabal's MK3 properly, for example, or <sighs> Noob Saibot in Deception, for example. Honestly, like, a, a lot of the 3D era outfits don't get any love. I'd love to play MKDA Kano again. I really would. Yeah, that was a good... I love that outfit for him. Yeah. Temp? If you don't have the best skins in the game already, then I would not want to go that route. Make sure you get... Like like you said, uh, Deception sub, that's a big one. Uh, I'll throw in um, even MK3 sub in some form should be present. It, oh, and yeah. it doesn't have to be exact. Like MKX covered that ground pretty nice. Deadly Alliance sub, which was the MK3. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was great. That looked really good. So if you don't have those yet, I don't really want to see Creature from the Black Lagoon Reptile. <laughs> yeah, well, right? To be fair, I want to clarify some of the more <laughs> like outrageous ones like that. I, I don't know care to see any of those to begin with but i mean like like, if melina was fine because she yeah, looked just yeah, like yeah. melina well that's so, what i'm saying yeah. if you can if it actually looks like a cool attire that's one thing i don't have any desire to see like uh fucking what is it killer croc reptile <laughs> or Barack or yeah, whatever it yeah. was like that that stuff uh yeah that that's that's a little different or catwoman well, katana least, like... or harley quinn cassie like that's a little more... Um... Yeah, ge generally I would appreciate if there was less crossing over between MK and DC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, for sure. I guess more of, like, when I think of fun skins, I think of more of just, like, 
it doesn't even have to be like holiday skins by any means. Uh, I think it's just more like I like unique ideas for characters. But yeah, I mean, the main thing was capture the ones that people want the most first and then do those extra ones as bonus. Basically, that should be the the stretch goal, basically. Even like, I don't know, sexy cat costume noobs I bought would be fine because that's tongue in cheek. That's that's a joke. But like, don't give me like Frankenstein chameleon and be like, isn't this cool? Don't you want to buy this? I'm like, no, I don't. I like, see no so, difference between these things, Tim. Well, like I, Santa I Claus Borite show I paid money for, right? Like that's actually like, <laughs> this is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I, but like, I don't like Reptile. And I don't want to go too hard on this. I know some people in the Discord like this costume a lot, but I fucking hate that costume, man. Like, I just can't. Like, like if, if the joke actually works, like Borite show is Santa Claus, absolutely. That's funny. Like, there are thematic similarities. They're both jolly, big, fat dudes that give presents. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see someone dressed as Santa throwing up. I think we've had a couple of that movie before, and it was all right, but... Listen, man, that was just my childhood, okay? I mean, like, if you want to do Street Fighter like Ken for Cobra, I'd be fine with... St That's the problem. It's, so, it's such a hard question to answer, because yeah. they, they're it's not a, good with restraint, right? It's a case-by-case -case basis. There's no, like, hard line to say none of those costumes, because it, it depends on the execution and the idea itself. But, like, if Noob Saibot had cat ears and he's like, fear me, like, that, I could be like, okay, all right, that kind of works. <laughs> I could laugh at that. That's cool. All right. Um, moving on, we got Kenshi Master asks, if we continue down the route of what if tales for the Legends animated projects, who should get a starring role after Cage and what sort of plot would you want to see for that character? Well, I haven't seen him, so I have no idea. So somebody else probably has a good idea of what makes sense to tackle. Uh, you know what? I know Razor had issues with the Mad Max uh, stuff last time, which I don't limb for. That aside, I do think the storytelling has been pretty good. Their characterization has been good. And I feel like I could really trust these guys with an origin story. I'd like them to go and give an attempt to play a plumbing sim area that we haven't seen. Whether it's, like we said, Katana's earlier background, or maybe Shang Tsung or Goro. If you can show us, like, Shang Tsung leaving Earthrealm to, like, become the to become enthralled to Shao Kahn, I'd like to see them try to tackle that. That could be really cool. Or maybe see how Goro becomes to be known as the Prince of Pain, how he becomes the champion. I, I would totally watch the life and times of Goro. I believe there's an interview out there somewhere where Jeremy Adams said after the Johnny Cage one, uh, the thing that he wants to do most is the great Kung Lao Shang Tsung Goro backstory. I'm there for it. Uh, and I would certainly, I would much prefer uh, if they made prequels and origin stories instead of these what ifs, because I don't have any interest really in like ooh, what if we made a, a a james bond movie but sonya's the main character and it's set in its own alternate universe and at the end like you find out that it exists because of chronica's hourglass i i i'm so not into the, that's literally the, the worst worlds. thing i've ever heard in my life yeah so that's the the second half of what i just said is snow blind <laughs> <laughs> What well, if we got the Shawshank Redemption on Shang Tsung's island? <laughs> I just, I, I don't want Elseworlds. I want something that could be placed in a canon where the characters act like the yeah. characters and do the things you would expect the characters to do. And Snowblind is literally just, uh, what if Kano looked like Wes and Cabal looked like fucking um, Immortan Joe and... Hey, Drobman already looks like Lord Humongous. Just fucking stop it. They're they're already their own characters. Stop homaging another movie you saw once. <laughs> hey, if we get another Mad Max thing, I want to see Ferator get their own story, and it's just like a sad story of, you know, like the the big old brute friend that eventually dies, and then Ferrah becomes the new Tor, I guess. <laughs> you know they're they're in this last movie. Yeah, yeah, they're just henchmen. They don't do what you said, but they're well, in it. 
because they're Mad Max they characters. All the, <laughs> every every character in Mortal Kombat who could look like a Mad Max villain is in Snowblind, and several others as well. Um, Iris has high. Who? <laughs> um, I you I know just... what a cool I I did think of a cool idea. I want to see like a movie around reptile. Like, give this guy, like, a starring role for once and, like, make him actually seem like a cool dude and be a badass. And maybe, like, he's the hero of his own story. He doesn't even have to be up against the characters we already know. Maybe it's his tale, his history, his his race's history. Who knows? But, like, I would love a story around Reptile where he actually gets to look like a big deal for once. That'd be cool. Well, yeah, I was going to say that. We don't need, like, a big action movie. I'm okay with, like, a biography. So it's yeah. just, like... How Khan encountered Reptile, you know, how he sort of fit into the ranks, what it was his response to that, you know, how did he feel during the events of the Mortal Kombat lore? That, that I think Flesh you the don't character really... out. Yeah. I feel, like be any, fun. I feel like any story about Reptile's life would be scored by Philip Glass, be shot in black and white, <laughs> and have a lot of crying. I'm just yeah, saying, dude, you like, have a good time. You could really, like, I mean, Reptile already has a good good fan base, like a good sizable fan base. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, this could be an opportunity to really shed light on a character that maybe needs it, that doesn't get it in the game so much. Um, so this could be, like, their, their grand showing, their time in the limelight where, you know, they they get that special rub. And then that way, in the next game or whatever... They can kind of capitalize on that. Who knows? They can spawn off something and take inspiration from that. But I think, like, a character like Reptile, who usually gets the shaft and doesn't really amount to anything other than just, like, the low lowest jobber, you know, henchman, I think getting him, like, his own story, even if it's, like, a sad, heroic story of why he is the way he is and how he always gets taken advantage of and used and abused and so on and so forth, but then, you know, he... he He's a jerk. I, I don't know. Like yeah, just I'll, I'll take, <laughs> that'd be cool. I, I would like... take just about anything as long as it's not set in like, well, the Earth is ruined and they're not even going to fix it because it's a one shot. Like I, <laughs> I want, like as Elseworlds go, I like Dark Knight Returns and Kingdom Come because they feel like believable versions of the future of that world like these things could actually happen and nothing that bad goes wrong like they're not goofy bad end stories they're just stories they feel like the regular dc universe but in the future i don't like red sun superman and fucking what if batman became a vampire and all of those kinds of else worlds so, you know, if you were to tell like what if we just made an animated movie out of Malibu Baraka protecting the blue baby, like as long as it takes place in normal outworld and nobody like there's not an apocalypse at the end, like there's no bad end, I'm in. I'll watch that. Like I'm open-minded. Right. I just don't want to see the world ruined. I just want don't want it to be a downer. <laughs> sure. Well, I think I have the answer to that. My idea was just kind of like do like speaking of like Batman Begins, where the start of the movie would be Sub-Zero defeating Sector for the medallion, and you just have a movie about him assembling the new Lin Kuei. I would love to watch that. Yeah. I don't need a supervillain at the end. Like it would be cool to have a scene where Cyrax well, is in the special forces and Sub-Zero extends an invitation and then cyrax declines this is also by the way he randomly just kills himself for no reason and then uh yeah you <laughs> have a, a movie bitch. about that you son of a bitch you've done it again i mean you still need a three-act structure so there's probably gonna be some like oh he could blow himself up three oh you mean just the movie <laughs> in general i'm just saying like if you made a movie about sub-zero taking over the lid quay from sector then he's got to fight sector stekunin in the third act and maybe frost turns on him <laughs> yeah, I do think yeah, a Cyberlin Quay, you know, movie would be great. That all would be, around that, that would be nice. Cyberlin Quay is um, um, like, are you talking about like just the Cyberlin Quay characters, or are you talking about like the actual automation? The whole, the whole events from Square One, where they're all human, beats uh, where they turn into the Lin Quay, okay, the yeah. first act, you know, when they become cyberized, and then make it the whole thing that we never actually got to see play out in the games of Sub-Zero addressing all this, trying to save Smoke, uh, Cyrax eventually getting lost and wanting his humanity back, 
sector rising to power, going crazy, creating the Takunin, and then however the hell they want to end it. Maybe they all come back to face sector, maybe this or that, or the other thing, like you said. Like, I want to see the whole the whole story be told. We never got that. Yeah, I would, I would love to see that. Every game, it's like an afterthought. I don't know why, because some of their most popular characters... You know, I'm not going to pretend like Cyrax is the most popular character. He's got a, you know, he's like a B, a B-lister. But I mean, like, you got, you got uh, Sub-Zero, who leads it, obviously, as one of the most popular characters in the franchise. And then you have Cyrax, Sector, Smoke. You know, you got a lot of players in there that would make it interesting. And then you could have, like, the Outworld investigation agency I mean, or whatever to if, play if minor had... roles. If you had asked me in 2002, I would say Cyrax is an A-lister, you know? Yeah, well... Yeah, time like, they just, they just don't treat the Cyber Ninjas like they understand, like, that these are, these are staple characters and have been, you know? Like... It's been a rough few years, all right? <laughs> Why <laughs> well, no, Despite that, though, I would say Sector and Cyrax got more screen time than a ton of other characters in Mortal Kombat 11. So yeah, they know something. I just don't know how to assemble. So, I, I don't really know what to make of the selectable ones. If we're playing the it's, odds here, then... So it's like Rain how Rain, yeah, Rain got more screen time in X. Rain did than, So like, maybe they will be in MK12. You're right. And they'll play no yeah. role in the story. <laughs> <laughs> if we crunch the right. numbers, there's no chance Cyrax is not returning for mk12 if we really we have don't talk we, about that. we have many more questions <laughs> yeah. to go moving on all right let's go. good job at keeping these brief all right rw shy town how would you handle the live action movie sequel how can you fix the existing problems from the first oh, movie pretend Jesus. it didn't happen and reboot it that's yeah, the only answer just start over just start that's over. the only answer you you can't salvage that with how many directions it they is chose to take that bad okay the the best thing that you can do in a movie like this for a movie like this, is that you do what they did with Suicide Squad, where you had Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad, and the second one that comes afterwards is only tangentially related to the first one and yeah, like, doesn't mention anything about it. It shares actors, but there's no references, yeah. You tell the you tell the story of the tournament. You say Johnny Cage had a friend named Ko Young who fell off of a cliff, and you move on. <laughs> yep, you I mean, just move on. That's the only that's answer. It. That's the only way you're going to salvage. I mean, the next movie can be great. Don't get me wrong. It could be great if they get all their shit in a row, and in, in, you know all their ducks in a row and whatnot, and get a better writer and so on and so forth. People that actually care. And supposedly Ed's you know weighing more in on this the script this time. So if they do, that's great. But if you treat the first one as like the source, the foundation you're really going to have a bad time like because you well, got to undo their, a lot of, of bad problems ideas. is the first movie firmly established that you can't have superpowers unless you have a fucking magic tattoo called the arcana and <sighs> if they reference that at all yeah. then they're screwed they're and if they try them. to yeah. if they try to have continuity but not reference that and they introduce people who have powers without a tattoo it's going to be weird so you have to have an, a literal disconnect there has to be a start over continuity yeah. in order for them to avoid the arcanas <laughs> basically have somebody start off the movie waking up from a dream maybe Liu kang like in the original movie wakes up from a dream where all that shit didn't really happen he was just having a horrible nightmare he and gets a telegram Cole, you're like dead. Return home, yeah. grandfather. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah, just throw that fucking movie in the garbage. All right, moving on to Billy Mayer. How would you all react if both Cobra and Kai returned, but were merged into one character like Noob Smoke, and you'll get Cobra Kai? No, don't do that. That'd be fucking <laughs> stupid. That, that, I mean, that basically, that's what you do with characters you don't like. If you say, if anyone says we should fuse character X and character Y, what they're really saying is I don't like these characters. You're going to get yeah. started on a fucking triborg rant, but I absolutely agree. Because the it's, thing is, like, it, it, if you fuse Scorpion and Takeda into one character, how happy do you think people would be with that? How well received do y'all think that would be? I'm not going to do it. I'm not gonna. Yeah, there would be fucking riots. Yeah. So. Scorpion Takeda. I've had Triborg arguments where people swear that if you put other characters together, it wouldn't be a big deal. But no, it is. These are real, like, individual characters. You shouldn't just start fusing them. 
I don't think this is a serious question. I think he just wanted to make a Cobra Kai. Yeah, no, pun. it's a funny. Yeah, it is a funny. Oh. But for real, the answer to the joke this... is totally just music. It's wop 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 wop. I mean, it's a funny pun. I get it. Okay, uh, I can I can picture I can picture Cobra and Kai sitting at a bar for like a minute in awkward silence until one person says the wrong thing and they wind up killing each other. I don't think you should put these two together in a room. I think it will end badly. And then they're brought That's back all. to life by guest character Pinhead as one fused creep. No, let's move on. Oh, all right. man. Night Night Tracks. Would you guys like a tag team focused Mortal Kombat game? Like having yes. assists and team special moves? Yes. We all agree yes. 100%. Uh, yeah, yes. Degrees. yes. Yep. There's nothing I don't else even to need, add. I don't even need story. Just do it. Just, yeah, just do it. we've talked pretty at length of that in the past. Um, go check out, I think, our, like, was our roster prediction one? We've talked about tag, and I think in the, uh, like, five things that we all wanted to see, one of our last few Nethercast episodes, um, Mortal, oh, I think it was Mortal Kombat 12 Hopes. So go listen to that one, because we talk at length at tag. Um, Kane B, my first game was MK vs. DC. I'm sorry for your loss. You have something in common with Smoke Man. Uh, What game do you recommend me going back and playing? Thanks. Uh, I mean, it really depends what you're after, isn't it? Are you after a good gameplay experience? Do you want to experience the story from front to back? Do you want to see the atmosphere? Because there's a lot. I would say there's there's two answers, though. I feel like like the only real two answers are for the gameplay guy, UMK3, and for the non-gameplay guy, MK2. That's how I feel about that. Mm. yeah i mean i I still think mk2 is pretty fun to play but yeah i would mostly agree with what you're saying yeah you won't go wrong with mk2 yeah just play mk2 and then go back and after that go to mk3 are you i do i I do strongly also endorse shaolin monks for a fun Mm -hmm. time don't pay much attention to the story at all but just live and breathe the atmosphere and the gameplay and you'll have a wonderful time um, I just want to take a second to yeah. apologize to Bill, Billy Mayer for freaking the fuck out there. I just have so much PTSD from the noob smoke shit. Like, yeah, there's a lot of deep seated anger. So that wasn't aim- Billy. That wasn't aimed at you. All right. I just I had a moment and I'm sorry. <laughs> I would also simply like to say, do not go back and play Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero. I know it's tempting. I know it looks aesthetically pleasing. Trust me. Just so now I'm going to I'm going to directly contradict that advice. <laughs> no, dude. Yes, play no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You are no, dude, you if, are through the looking glass. If you just it have is, a walkthrough, it's not so bad. If you walk on a crutch with your foot cut off, you can technically get from point A to point B, Look, but the, your foot still cut off. The jumps in the wind stage are a problem, but if you just have a map, <laughs> you can avoid the traps in the other stages, and it's fine. It's fine. The jumps in the wind stage are a has, problem. I like the, bad the AI is a problem. I like the atmosphere Getting and the lost music. In the, and... the gameplay is terrible. The AI is terrible. The well, there's, there's a middle ground here. You can find someone happy. you don't like and watch them play the game. That's yeah. how you really do it. Yeah, yeah. You can play, play through on YouTube. I strongly recommend you YouTube it, dude. If you do it, you're brave. I salute you. I've done it. I've served my time. I'm never going back. Look, you can't make fine. me. We got mythologies. We got Shaolin monks. Just meet in the middle. You know, special forces. Find someone who's bad at the game, and that's how you'll really get the experience. Disclaimer. Go find like a speedrunner. Yeah, I love I love everything about mythologies as aesthetic and story. It's an extremely important game. I do recommend watching it. I just don't recommend anyone force themselves to play it. That's all. There's a lot of good memes in there too. Um, yeah. Jimmy the Wrestler, what would you have for a Mortal Kombat sequel arcade game? Like pretend Deadly Alliance through MK11 never happened. What would your Mortal Kombat Five arcade game look like? What would the story be? Anybody have a quick answer to that off the top of their head? I don't know. I guess I guess in that time gap where we were all sort of unsure if there would be more Mortal Kombat after 4, if there would be a 5, I think a lot of us were speculating something along the lines of what Tobias has said, that he would do like a, a game that 
time skips into the future and Liu Kang's son is the main character, something like that. So basically MKX, but then they also wanted to hold on to the old character still. <laughs> yes. They're like, let's have both. I, I mean, think... the, the, the main difference would be Liu Kang's son instead of yeah. Johnny Cage's daughter. Yeah, yeah. different times, apparently. Yeah. I would, I would not have a story answer, but I wanted MK5 to be an arcade game that brought back all the favorites who didn't make it into four. That's basically, yeah. I mean, yeah. Smoke being on top of that summit, right? But there's a Ermac. lot of cool characters. Ermac, for sure. I'm, I'm even going to put, like, Nightwolf in there. Uh, now, at least I would. I don't know if I would back then, but for sure now. Uh, so that would be my answer. I can't give you specifics, but I can say that aside from, like, the idea of, like, Liu Kang having a son or an inheritor, like, the whole next generation idea that we've seen done here and there, I think that one thing I was thinking of heavily around that time, before Deadly Lance was ever even announced, was that I wanted to see more of Shinnok and Quan Chi. We'd had two straight Shao Kahn and his goons games. I was really anticipating a big brotherhood of the shadow presence. I wanted to see them, like, become the next big, huge threat. And I wanted Shinnok to not suck as much as he did in 4. So that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping to maybe go further into the Netherrealm and maybe introduce Lucifer as, like, the guy that stole Shinnok's throne. Stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff that I was thinking about at that time. That I wouldn't mind revisiting at some point. Right. Right. Um, next up, we have Rain Reptile. What is one character that each of you think should not return for Mortal Kombat 12? All right, Temp, who do you not want to see for Mortal Kombat 12? And you only get one, all right? So I know this. You, yeah. got a, you got a laundry list, I'm sure, but only one. There's one character I really want to pick, and that fan base is already mad at me. And I, I you know, I, I get it. I wouldn't want anyone shit on my favorite character either, but... I won't say that character. It's got to be Devora, man. Just get rid of Devora. I just think her motivations are so boring, and I, don't, I think her track record is trash for how many games she's been in and how much screen time she's had. So I'm gonna say Devora. All right. And was that off? Just like, are you speak? Are you thinking of like all characters, or are you saying um, specifically coming from MK11? You don't want to see Devora back. Like, are you including all characters in this? In this I am including all characters. Yeah. So I, I like MK one through MK eleven. I looked at everyone, and she's still my choice. Um. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's there's like two other characters. I'd be like, man, it'd be so nice if I could just like not see that character in MK twelve. But right. I, I think you solve a lot of problems by taking out Devora. Yeah. Yeah. I. Okay, I actually, I should say, like, I, I said this, um, well, this is my personal opinion, saying Kronika is cheating, I'm just going to say that. So you can, I'm not going to stop you, my co-host, from saying Kronika, but that is cheating, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think they mean more playable, yeah. not necessarily just, like, NPC type stuff. Um, I guess for me, Man, there's there's several that I wouldn't mind um, sitting out, but I guess I'll just go Kano. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I I just feel like out of all the characters, like more so than Devora, and it's not that he doesn't have a fan base, and it's not that he's not it's not that he's not enjoyable in times and entertaining at times. I mean, they always do him. I feel like fairly well, but I don't need to see a character pissing on the ground and stuff like that. I feel like that's more than I really care to see. And also, just in general, where I was going with this was, out of all the characters, I feel like he's the one that's kind of just slipped in there when we thought he wouldn't be the most. So <laughs> I think this is the time. It's it's okay. You can you can sit out a game. It'll be all right. Like, I, I feel like he... Classic I've... Kano, but like modern MK11 Kano is just not my jam. But I think over the years, I used to hate classic Kano too, but I think like... MK1, MK3, Kano, I've sort of like softened over the years, but yeah, I don't I don't need Kano in MK12. Yeah. I, to me it's just like I don't know. Like I said, I could I could list several other characters as well as I'm sure we all could that we're just kind of either tired of or we'd rather that spot go to someone else, but yeah, I think I think out of all the ones that they make like the excuse for or they they say, well, they're classic. They're the MK1 slash MK2 group that are going to be in every single game pretty much these days because they're the most iconic and so on and so forth. Like, I feel like Kano's the one that just like 
he's somebody's plus one. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's he's barely getting by in there just by association. Like that's how I yeah. feel. Anyways. Yeah, I, I, I could agree with that. I mean, I'm not gonna pick Kano just because uh it's kind of an easy answer and you already took it and I don't wanna be repetitive. <laughs> but I, I have said many, many times that every game since MK three has been trying to kill Kano off and they just keep bringing him back and it's just tiresome. Yeah. But yeah, um I mean obviously the only the only two characters in the entire franchise that I cannot forgive for existing are Chronic and Cetrion. So, I mean if Chronic's cheating, the obvious answer is Cetrion, yeah. please never see her again, but I kind of feel like that's cheating too. I'm actually going to say Cassie Cage. And um it's not because I don't like Cassie it's because I would rather the next game not be set in the present. I would rather not see the combat kids at all. And if you take yep. out Cassie, the cascade effect is you're never going to have a game where the combat kids are in, but she's not. So if I say I don't want Cassie, I'm actually also <laughs> removing all the other yeah. three. It's funny that you say that because I was act she was the one I was really leaning towards for that exact reasoning. My In my brain, I'm like, if I say Cassie... I feel like it means like no combat kids at all because I'm just yeah, and it's not because I hate her either. I I know I gave Temp a lot of crap with her at, on the the roster perfect <laughs> roster thing, but and I even specified there it wasn't because I dislike Cassie. I think they did great with her in MK11. I even found certain parts of her in MKX enjoyable. It's yeah, I the like, fact I that like her I, in X more than in eleven. <laughs> it's the fact that I just I don't want the story centered around the cage family this time around we have had three games of that essentially at least the last two anyways i just i just i'm, think I'm ready to move on from the kids and and they that just press the reset button again and that requires you to establish what is and isn't true in the new status quo and I would rather see that done in a a more classic era and not in the year 2023. Chad? I kind of feel like it's a, it's a given that once we return to the status quo, it's going to be in the past, like we're saying. So, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Cassie and the gang again someday, but I am tired of them now, too. But my answer is is actually Cetrion. I don't care if it's cheating. Kronika, fine, is cheating, but Cetrion is absolutely my answer. I would take any one of the series back over her. I would take Jarek back over her. And the reason for this is because, you know, aside from aside from Kronika, you tell me that there's, you know, eldritch entities floating out there who are above the Elder Gods. Fine, whatever. I don't like it, but I'll take it. It does it does this kind of like damage to the image of the Elder Gods and the gods themselves to an extent to personify them in the way that Cetrion was. In the sense yeah, that, like, that. Th th there shouldn't be an Elder God of nature, of death, the way that they're trying to play Shinnokov as now. But it's not only that. It's the fact that the Elder Gods themselves, for all these years, are these, like, unknowable, omniscient, like, remote archetypes, these guardians and creators of the universe that don't necessarily have time for mortal concerns. We shouldn't see them personified with, with human characteristics, really, no more than we absolutely have to. One or two words here or there, fine. You know, there's precedent for that. But to display one of them as a gibbering sycophant to a higher figure, that just tears the whole, like, mythology down like a house of cards it was a really really bad look i i you know even in a new status quo where things are reset there's she still would technically exist and i rather we just pretend she never did i mean just use the <sighs> just use the elder gods from the legends show the movies the none of them are cetrion yeah i'd be fine with that that's why I don't think that answer is cheating, because I think Cetrion has a very pretty strong chance of coming back, if I'm being God, honest. I hope I not. Think <laughs> please, no, please. I didn't even, honestly, didn't even think about her. I always forget, if, if, if I always forget going... that she exists, as well as the whole Shinnok uh, 
connection with Chronica and all. I completely forget that every time. Like, I don't think about... Every time I go more than a day or two thinking about MK11, I just forget that's even a thing. If she has to come back and she has to have lines, just, I don't know, make her mysterious or something. Try, give her a bit more of a personality than yes, mother. <laughs> yeah, that was... So yeah, terrible. Can... Fucking terrible. I'm not a big Cetrion fan, but if you take Chronica out of the picture, Cetrion immediately becomes a little bit better. Maybe not much, but... Um... Only a little bit. I have, like, the, her design and her moves. Like, there's not a single likable thing about her. I'm actually alright with the design. I think the design's okay. I'm not blown away by it, but, like, I don't, like, cringe when I see it. There is, there is one skin where she has, like, gray skin and literally every surface on her has a blue glowing edge. That's the only one that I think actually looks like an Elder God. Yeah, I know, I know the one. See, the thing about Shinnok and him having, like, a human body with the pasty white skin and red and green clothes is that he lost his Elder God power. Yeah. He's in a mortal form by, by like, force. The other Elder Gods should never have skin. They should always be those holograms. Because their true forms are dragons. <laughs> like, if they're going to have skin, it should be dragon scales. <laughs> All right, well, Ren asks, do you guys believe NRS could go independent again one day? Uh, I... Probably not. You know that so... X-Files poster? I want to believe. <laughs> there, there's, there's a weird uh, thing to the way that like corporate corporations and companies buy and sell each other and i was i was looking into this uh not too long ago because i was thinking about how bungie was able to leave activision and uh it turns out that activision never really owned bungie they just owned the publishing rights for bungie's games mm -hmm. and they just ended that deal uh, I think Microsoft did at one point own Bungie, but obviously when Bungie split off, they were not allowed to take Halo with them. Right. So I just I I would have to know more about the corporate structure, the the cage that has built around NRS, and who owns the rights to what. Like if if somebody like say ed got together enough money to buy nrs from warner brothers for himself that could make them an independent studio but what do they get yeah. do they just get the office and the employees or can they get the mortal Kombat ip which i feel like is going to be worth a lot of money that's where I start yeah. to question the whole thing. Because, yeah, I mean, I guess technically could NRS go, NRS go independent? Sure. Are they going to be making Mortal Kombat games at that point? Are they going to own the IP? That's probably worth a pretty... I Do you know how much WB paid for it? Because I feel like it's worth a lot more now than it was before. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure Warner Brothers got a great deal because things are yeah. a lot less pricey during a bankruptcy. Right, right. It's Monopoly. <laughs> it's like the Monopoly game. Yeah. Also, like, the MKX sales and MK11 sales hadn't happened yet. So that's, that's what I'm saying. It's worth way yeah. more now as a property than it was before. I mean, as much yeah. as people didn't think it was going to go down that way, I was reading some fun MK versus DC uh, reactions back in the day. Um, I, don't, I don't know if NRS could ever go independent unless either WB goes bankrupt or they sell it to another mega conglomerate and that, that company goes bankrupt. Even if WB goes bankrupt, I imagine the Mortal Kombat IP would just be liquidated to another yeah. company. Oh yeah, yeah. it's somebody would sold off cheap. to someone else. But like the, the uh... only way I could see any of this becoming like affordable enough that it doesn't just get passed around from giant studio to giant studio, like right. Disney and Warner and Universal and Paramount. The only way I see it ever existing outside of that ecosphere is if a bankruptcy makes the assets really super fucking cheap. And I imagine they would sell it before that ever happens, so you're looking at, at, you're looking at nine digits at least. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. 
The uh, actual answer to the figure was thirty-three million in two thousand nine money. That's how much oh, they yeah. got Midway for. That's there's there's no doubt in my mind that they, that would be worth way more these days. I feel like. And even if you take inflation into account, that's still a lot of money. Like that, Boone could not pay that out of pocket. No. 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 No way. Like you're talking about at least adding what you say thirty three million. You're at least adding another zero to that. I feel like <laughs> the way these games sell these days and the movies yeah. and the everything that they pump out. Thanks everybody for tuning in to this episode of the Nethercast. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Make sure to leave a like, and we would greatly appreciate it. And to subscribe, stick around because there's a lot more content to come, including videos from myself, Cyborg, and as well as another episode of the Nethercast coming up next week, where we answer more of your questions. On that note, take care, guys.